Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. We're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by On Fire Processing, where there is no burn, just earn. Well, you know, I heard something really disturbing this past week about the merchant processing arena of business since the pandemic. Yeah. And I heard it from my sponsor that, you know, they're kind of really working hard out there trying to save you all money off your merchant processing fees. Okay, $1,000. And a couple of weeks went by and called back and found out, gee whiz, they turned around and they matched the rate with the first merchant processor. I'll tell you something. There's the thing out there called courtesy and integrity, and I think we lost it maybe somewhere in the pandemic. So if you got a merchant processing company out there that's working real hard to save you a thousand bucks a month, like on fire, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 833-866-3473. That's 833-866-3473. They are ready to go to work for you and blacken your bottom line. Hey, to contact Business Buzz, you need to get to my show host webpage, which is businessbuzz, B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-B-U-Z-Z dot com, or simply get to my toll-free number, which is number three, N-O-W-B-U-Z, and leave me a voice message. Well, shout out to our philanthropic charity up there in the wonderful land of Washington State, Spokane, Washington, Chaplain Joseph Havens, who is a Vietnam veteran, sufferer of Agent Orange, and started a move a few months back called Cookies, C-O-O-K-I-E-S-T-O-C-O-P-S.com, where he's given out dozens and dozens and dozens of cookies to your first responders, your men and women in blue who defend your businesses on a daily basis. And let me tell you something, you need to get with him today because he's got a move to adopt a precinct where you, as a small business, can get involved at a local level. Well, hey, are you a business out there that needs more referrals? I'll tell you what, you probably are, because if you're spending a heck of a lot of money trying to get new business through your front door, you need to get in touch with Letip. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. L-E-T-I-P dot com, because they are the number one B2B networking organization globally, and they can make your business more distinct, special and when you show up for breakfast or lunch the most important person in the room so you need to get with them today l-e-t-i-p dot com well let me tell you something this show today is historic there's no other word for it it's called historic and the reason why it's historic is because i just had a 69th birthday and i remember this show because i was 20 years old in 1972 when it premiered and it's called the soul train and when i think back to where i was born in washington dc and i used to go to the smithsonian and let me tell you something you've never been in the smithsonian that's the history of america as far as i'm concerned right now we are talking the history of america on this show and my first guest up is carol creekmore Carol is a professional television and theater actress who is very goal-oriented and determined. Carol enjoys working in both lead roles and supporting roles, as well as writing and producing and directing. Carol has been involved with Diva Glams, the Wholesale Diva, excuse me, Wholesome Diva, Punch TV, and Soul Train as a featured regular dancer, Don Cornelius Productions, KTTV. Dick Clark Productions, Audience Unlimited, Seat Filler Crew. Carol's interests include in singing, hosting, modeling, dancing, script writing, directing, aerobics, and last but not least, bowling. Carol Creekmore, welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you. Thank you so much, Frank. Glad to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you here. And you're joined today by Thelma Davis Martin. 
Thelma began with basic ballet to Dunham technique, modern jazz to West African dance, and finally freestyle urban street dance. Thelma began performing professionally in the Southern California area at the early age of seven. Thelma trained with legendary choreographers, Claude Thompson's New York Jazz and Contemporary, Michael Peters, New York to Los Angeles, Modern Jazz, Contemporary, Hip Hop, Jan Blunt, Los Angeles, Dunham Technique, Debbie Allen, Los Angeles Basic Jazz, Lula Washington, Los Angeles Jazz and Contemporary, and oh boy, I'm going to miss this pronunciation, Ninja Kamara. Los Angeles, West African Dance, and in 1971, she was recruited as one of the original lead dancers on the syndicated dance show, Soul Train. Thelma Davis, welcome to Business Buzz. Thelma, are you there? He's muted. Oh, my goodness. You got to unmute yourself, Thelma. Carol, we're going to start <laughs> off with you. How you Thank doing, Carol? Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm sorry. I'll Thank you for what, having me. I, I got goose pimples. I do. I really have got goose pimples, Carol, because when I have the opportunity to interview somebody that I saw when I was 20 years old, that's momentous. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was, a, it, it was a really, it was one of the greatest experiences I had in my life. Now, Carol, let me ask you a question. Is that the first time you performed, or did you have a background before you came on Soul Train? Well, I thought I had a background before. Um, you know, I came up in the church, so I was doing a lot of, you know, programs, acting, singing, dancing, all that. So I had that, and I worked in a lot of different uh, organizations performing. I, my grandmother was on the city council in Watts, and she worked with uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. And he had a foundation, and, of course, I worked with her in that. And, yeah, I, I did a lot, but Soul Train was um, pretty much the first television. No, I would say, no, I was an extra on General Hospital before that. But, uh, yeah, Soul Train was where I was kind of, you know, featured a little bit and uh, written up in our, our uh, magazine, uh, Write On Magazine, who was at, uh, Flo Jenkins was the editor at that time. You know, it's amazing about this show. I looked at the background of Don Cornelius, which I know that you revered, right? And he was a newsreader, a backup disc jockey at a Chicago radio station. And in 1972, the vision of Soul Train came forth. How did you come to meet Don? How did the connect happen? Well, just on the show, you know, and I was determined. He wasn't one that really fraternized with the dancers. He had his few favorites, but I always made my way to him. And, you know, he, he was a workaholic. He was serious about the show and the outcome of it. But I got to him all the time. He, he was a little down to earth. He was. He had his ways. Um, but he was nice. He was nice to me. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I take a look at some of the uh, background copy and it's still up on YouTube. You know, uh, let me tell you something. You could dance, Carol. My goodness, you know, those long legs, I think, were above your head, you know, and some of the, uh, you know, dance routines that I saw was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was fun. Get- Just being a cheerleader really helped with that. I was a cheerleader at Compton College, and so they really helped with that, um, you know, uh, with routines and things of that nature. That's amazing. Thelma, are you out there? Did we get you up yet? Yes, I'm, I'm back. Hi, Thelma. How are you? I'm, I'm unmuted. Good, good. I'm so glad. Now, you came on to Soul Train about the same time as Carol, a little bit after. I was a little before. bit before Carol. Oh, before? Uh, I was okay. one of the very first dancers that was recruited to the show. My uh, goodness. Through, through, through an audition uh, process. So, uh, I was in high school, and um, they were soliciting the different high schools for dancers uh, prior to... Uh, prior to 72, because the tapings began in 71, but it wasn't aired until 72. That's amazing. Let me ask you a question. What was that audition process like? How many gals did uh, you go through to get selected? Well, um, gals? No, we were a bunch of young teenage girls. <laughs> ah, okay. Gals, gals, that terminology, you know, not to uh, be uh, disrespectful, but that terminology is a little bit uh, derogatory for. Okay, my women. apologies. But I stand no corrected. No problem. No problem. Uh, that process. Normal. That process was during the time we had a lot of um, parks and recreation. We had a lot of boys and girls clubs. We had things, places where inner city youth could participate in um, activities. 
And uh, the woman, Pam Brown, who was over Parks and Recreation at the time, was contacted by uh, the production, Soul Train Productions, and requested uh, dancers. So she used Parks and Recreation. She used the gyms at the facilities to pull in the auditions. And what we did was we went there and we auditioned. And we were chosen at that time either to be on the show or to not be on the show. So that's basically how the audition process worked. Now, it's interesting. we got about four minutes to the break. I really like to know, you know, when you and Carol first met, obviously you were on the show first and Carol came after that. What was that like between Thelma and Carol when that happened? Well, was I don't great know. to meet her because I, I was watching her at home, you know? And so I was able to meet her and a couple other dancers. And she was warm and receptive to new people that came on the show. So it was great meeting her. To, to me, uh, she was someone that I looked up to. She had a lot of class. She was beautiful. And she could really, really dance. Really dance. I mean, she could kick her leg up over her head for sure all the time. She still got that kick going, too, now, today. Oh, my goodness. But, now, um, she was like very warm and receptive, really sweet. It was nice to meet her. Cool. What was it like Thank when you. you met Carol, Selma? Uh, I, I, I embraced all of the dancers that came on to the show. Carol uh, danced with uh, a young man who was part of my sort of extended neighborhood family from Compton. So when I met, I met her through an, uh, a mutual friend as she came onto the show. But she was one of the people that uh, stuck with me in terms of the dancers. You know, everybody has their own personality and their own sort of uh, group that they cling to. Uh, but she was open and receptive to, um, I don't want to say uh, that I was instructing anyone, but I do want to say that uh, she, um, any advice that I happened to give out or to say, she was always very open and receptive, like, oh, okay, all right, thank you. And so it, it, it makes it fun when people listen to, you know, your what you have to impart. Not that I'm better or bigger than anyone else, but I, that's just who I am in terms of uh, reaching out to people and being a conduit for uh, positivity. It sounds to me like Carol and Thelma were almost, you know, beginning to form family, if you will, on Soul Train. Is that the dichotomy that we're looking at here, ladies? You know, that, that Soul Train became part of your family, you know, picture? Kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, yes. Even though we went our separate lives, like, you know, I had to go to the airlines. I, my my career was kind of short-lived. I did three seasons, but um, because I was a flight attendant, it took me away. So uh, we kind of, you know, separated, going, living our own lives, that kind of thing. And then we pulled back together again. We have uh, so many friends in common. And I think we met at uh, Alpha Omega had a, he had an annual barbecue. And uh, I think we met back in, again, several years before Dom passed. And just got our friendship cooking back again. Like it That's was so back cool. Then. Always good to get around a barbecue, especially around the holidays, right? Listen, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Covering live on Voice America Business Network. Brought to you by MillionaireMindset.life forward slash debt to wealth. Now, let me tell you something. That's a lot to get out of my mouth. So you need to go to my show host webpage and click on that banner ad. MillionaireMindset.life forward slash debt to wealth. So you can learn how to get out of debt because I'm telling you something that needs to happen. Listen, we're going to be right back with more Soul Train and King James Brown in two and two with more buzz for your business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at OnFire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, on fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-Buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, we're back live. I'm your host, Frank Kellering on Business Buzz. We are talking up history today. Soul Train on the air from 1972 to 2016. And there was a man who is still performing today by the name of King James Brown. Now joining our guest ranks here on the show. He hails from the city of Los Angeles. King James Brown is no stranger to the recording studios. He's an extraordinary entertainer and showman. He's worked his magic on audiences in California, Las Vegas, Canada, and Japan for the last funky five decades. King James Brown has delivered one of the most thrilling, longest-running, authentic soul music shows ever to emanate out of Los Angeles and Las Vegas. He's a consummate entertainer, band leader, singer, and all-around performer who hits audiences from Sapporo to Las Vegas with a bullseye of sweat-soaked soul power every time king james brown has shared the stage with bb king big mama thornton percy mayfield and the temptations hey king james brown welcome to business buzz hello how you doing oh it's so wonderful to have you today let me tell you you. something y'all we've been mixing it up with these two fantastic ladies who were dancers on soul train obviously you're from the male persona of the show and a dancer tell us all about it james when did you get involved with soul train uh, well, the show, I actually uh, went to the sh- show back in uh, 1976. Uh, a girl, a friend of ours by the name of Karen Armstead uh, needed a dance partner. But I was really, uh, I knew most of the Soul Train game before I ever went to the show because I frequented the clubs. I was on the club scene. So actually, I met Thelma long before the show started. And uh, uh, there was other people like Choisette, Frost, uh, 
Deborah Loggins, Mr. X, Lil Joe, Dwayne Hartgrave, I can go on and on. Uh, Crystal, uh, uh, and some of them are not, uh, Tyrone Proctor, a lot of them are not with us now. But uh, I used to frequent the club scene with them a lot, you know. Yes, James, James Brown was part of the original Los Angeles dance culture that was here prior to Soul Train coming. We were dancers that had already crafted our and honed our craft. We uh, were uh, a force to be reckoned with at the time. And not to cut James Brown off, but I just want to in, in, in talk about his importance in the community during that time. He has been performing and with us well before 1970. And culturally, we were the first um, inner city youth that was ever televised. But like I always say, Soul Train came looking for us. We didn't go looking for Soul Train. You know, that, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful right there that you yeah. just said, Thelma, you know? Yeah. Because I, you know, I'll tell you what, I've done a lot of background on Don Cornelius, and I'd love to hear from you, James, you know, your yeah. first encounter with Don, you know, because talk about a visionary. This guy was amazing. Uh, I, yeah, my only encounter with uh, Don uh, Cornelius was my first day on the show. I was introduced to him. And that was pretty much it. I was at Soul Train from uh, 76 to the end of 78. And, uh, but uh, my experience with Don Cornelius, he was, he was very business-wise and he was very standoffish. Uh, he, he didn't really communicate with the dancers, like, like they said, maybe a few, but uh, he didn't really communicate. Uh, from my experience, and uh, but the show itself, a uh, great show, is a lot of fun. Uh, when I finally got a chance to walk into the studio, yes, I was in awe, you know. Uh, but uh, I was, I was, I was. My my thing was, I said, well, to myself, well, I finally made it. I could have been there probably earlier. But I never pushed the issue, uh, you know, because I was so busy uh, in L.A. doing my thing, singing here and there all night long in, in nightclubs in the Chitlin circuit <laughs> and on the dance scene in the, in the, in the discos like the Climax that became Oscos and, and uh, Carlos and Charlie's and Disco 9000, Summit on the Hill, the Cynadale. Mavericks uh, flat. Mavericks flat. Yeah. Yeah. Total experience. Uh, many, many, many places. But I, I, as a singer, I did a lot of showcases and a lot of free shows back in those days. Uh, just trying to get my act together. I, uh, I started when I was 12 performing with my stepfather's band uh, called Joe Raglan and the Fantastics. They were a blues band. And my first show was at Doodles Music Center in Compton. Mm -hmm. After that, it was the Proud Bird. Uh, mm -hmm. And then from there, on and on. And then I was with a band at 14 years old that to date you call Rolls Royce. Uh, and we did a lot of parks and high schools at that time. And uh, there's a club called the Regency West. Well, back when I first started going clubbing, my first, very first club, uh, the Regency West used to be called the Checkmate. And Roland mm -hmm. Bynum had his matinees there. So we were never, I never remembered ever getting turned away from a club. I've been going to clubs since at least, well, I started in clubs at 12. But to go, just to go out to party and dance, at a club was the Checkmate, which is the Regency West now. And it was Roland Bynum's matinees. Because back in those days, you could go to Maverick's Flat, the Checkmate. Uh, you had Chicago West and all these other places. The Summit on the Hill, the Cynadel, because they didn't serve alcohol. They served Cokes and juice. So we were able to uh, be in nightclubs.
and even I, I, I think I believe uh, even before that, uh, even the clubs that you had to be twenty one, we were still getting in. Uh, <laughs> I never played. I never paid to go into a club uh, because we had followings. We had following other people, you know. So I can remember Don Campbell, the locker, the original locker that created the dance. Uh, really, uh, the party people and dancers and everybody else. Wherever they went or I went, they followed us. And so that was, that was the nice thing. But for me as an entertainer, uh, I spent a lot of nights, seven nights a week, all night long, performing in different clubs all night. I wouldn't get home to daylight and wake up and do the same thing all over again. And I did this for years. I can remember they, uh, I went through that. And... Uh, even uh, uh, you bump your head a few times, but uh, I had self-determination and uh, they just started paying me. <laughs> that's, that's, they just started paying me because I had built up a following because I just kept going, you know, and uh, whatever I had in my mind, I just, I just did it and worked on it. But I, I, I'm thank, I thank God that I had the chance to, to put my act together live in front of the audience. Well, James, we thank you that you're still around because not only do you epitomize the, you know, immortal as far as I'm concerned, James Brown. Okay. But yeah. the dancing aspect and, and my understanding is your show is just vibrant. Okay. Uh, when you yeah. get on the stage and that's amazing. Ladies, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Okay. But who was your favorite dancer on Soul Train? Would it happen to be James Brown or somebody else? Or or did you dance with James? Uh, how did that go? I would be amiss if I didn't say it wasn't James. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thelma. <laughs> I, I had a lot of favorites. Uh, I left before James came. James came in 76, and I left in 76. So I had a, a different group of, of male dancers, uh, uh, Don Campbell, uh, who founded Locking, who came up with Locking, uh, was one. Um, it, it's so many. Um, Tyrone Proctor, uh, we don't have them with us. We lost them uh, in uh, 2020. Uh, but uh, I had some, I mean, Jeffrey Daniels was good. Uh so many. I, I can't, you know, I couldn't say that I really had a favorite. You know, it's amazing is that, you know, you have this alumni group, right? That's how you and I met, Carol. We met through Arnold Garcia, who's the CEO of Shine On Hollywood Magazine, you know, and, you know, relationships a big deal to me in small business. And I'm sure you understand that, James, you know, that's yes. how things happen many times, you know, not just simply the fact, you know, what you know, it's who you know, right? And that's right. how this show came mm -hmm. about today. That's how I met Carol. But let me say this, that, you know, Soul Train, you know, goes on, you know, because of your alumni group. And when I was talking to Carol, I guess you guys are in kind of a revamp and whatnot. Not only, James, are you performing, but I guess some of the gals, right, are still performing out there in Soul yes. Train regalia, right? Costume, yes. the whole yes, bit. We do, and I've been we do to yes. parties, yeah. you know, all there that. We yeah, we I'm do private to parties. I'm senior executive producer at, at, at uh, Voice America, and when I told him that, he said, we got to get in touch with these guys because when we start doing live events, right, again in California, mm -hmm. have Soul mm -hmm. Train show up. How about that? Oh, that That'd sounds great. great. Uh, you know what? I want to go back to a point that you made earlier with James regarding the male perspective and how he said that uh, he, um, Don, was a little bit standoffish with him. Don's attitude was like that with a lot of people. But Don had a tendency to lean more toward the ladies. And the partners mm -hmm. that were dancing with the ladies were not uh, embraced as uh, affectionately as the guy. Now, Thelma, I could have said that from a host standpoint of view, but I'm so glad that you did. That keeps me out of trouble, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, those are, those are historical facts that should that, that we should talk about. And and I said that I, I would be amiss if I didn't say James, because James was part of the West Coast dance culture before Soul mm -hmm. Train came along. Mm -hmm. So I've been dancing with James before Soul Train mm -hmm. ever started. So, yep. you know, we, we have a family, and going back to the point that you made about family, 
we were a soul train family. We embraced each other. We protected each other. We shared clothing. We shared dance steps. We shared everything. The one thing that we really didn't share during that time frame was our extended families that we, our brothers and sisters, a lot of us didn't know about right. our backgrounds. We just knew each other. Mm-hmm. We were a unit, a family right. unit. And so in terms of, uh, you know, business, as we have come back together, we are embracing each other in the same type of manner where we are using our talents to in, to uplift and embrace each other in terms of our business uh, acumen and what we're doing now. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear you say that, Thelma, because, you know, two of my, you know, uh, words and phrases on this show are elevate your brand, expand your reach. You know, that that's the whole purpose, you know, of this show is to help small business get out there and get noticed. And what's interesting is, is that I seem to see a common thread in the fact that you folks came from an environment, okay, uh, probably in the L.A. area that needed some elevation. You know where I'm going with this? I know? say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and Soul Train brought that about, didn't it? Imagine imagine yeah. being imagine being in a in a in a position where whatever you endeavored to do was stopped because of your environment, your access to capital, your access to business uh um what what can I say? To just your access everything everything so when we were brought into the show and televised america initially got to see a different side of inner city youth and what we were about mm-hmm. the concept was that we were all selling drugs and we were stealing and we were you know hoodlums but that's not what we were about we were just like everybody else we were just our skin color was just different. Yeah. So when, yeah. When, when Soul Train brought us on, it was an opportunity for us to then continue to grow. And as other people started to see us, uh, televise us and put us in front of the camera, then our uh, mystique became part of the world. You know, Thelma, we're going to hit on Not only that... Go ahead, Carol. The Write On magazine did come through and, um, you know, do articles on us telling about our lives and what we did. So that was pretty helpful as well to let the world know, or you know, how we really were. Well, you, know, yeah. you, all, you all are hitting on a theme that I want to pick up, you know, when we get to Business Watch, because I think we need to keep pushing this forward. We need, unfortunately, to move to a break because I got to get my advertisers getting paid out here. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Helling live on the Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Wow. Listen, if you are a small business out there right now and you are paying the IRS, well, let me tell you something. If you pay taxes over the last three years and you should get in contact with Business Group Resources today because they know a way to go back on the R&D tax credit, which was ratified by President Reagan, expanded by President Obama, and is still in force today where you can get back money that you're entitled to under R&D tax credit. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. 877-857-6875. And as a matter of fact, they're going to be doing a webinar this coming Friday, June the 4th, and you need to get in touch with Letip, L-E-T-I-P dot com, because they're going to be sponsoring it and hosting it. L-E-T-I-P dot com. One of my advertisers is actually going to bring in business group resources, and they're going to educate you how to get money back from the IRS so you can stop tipping the IRS. Well, I'll tell you something. We've been mixing it up with Carol and Thelma and King James Brown talking about Soul Train. We're going to be right back in two and two with more buzz for your business. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, On Fire. That's 833-866-3473. 
At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T. TIP.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live now on Business Watch. I'm your host, Frank Kellring. Listen, this is a segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix, Arizona, and you have the opportunity to call in live to the show and mix it up with me or Carol or King James Brown or Thelma Davis of the Soul Train. So you need to pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790, and you can be on live with me on Business Watch. Well, I've got three watchwords in this show called Meet, Collaborate, and Grow, and they are three solid business principles because the simple fact is, hey, I'll use you, uh, James, you know, I just met you, right? If I don't yes. like you, I don't want to do business with you, man, okay? And I'll tell you right. what, I like you, so we'll get right past that, all right? The <laughs> okay. one is collaborate, okay? And that's where I've got my intellectual property, you've got your intellectual property. That's the essence. That's the moxie. That's who you are. we got to find out how to put those together and find the fits, right? And most right. importantly, the last one is growth. And if there's anything that needs to happen right now is that small businesses need to return to profitability. So with those three in mind and taking a look at what we talked about on the first half of the show, how do you see, you know, maybe down the road where my show or even Voice America can come in and collaborate with Carol and King James Brown and Thelma? Collaborate. 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 How can they come in and collaborate? Well, they can book James for a show. And uh, Thelma has a, a business uh, that where she sets up. What's the name of your business? She's a coordinator. I can basically tell you exactly what I need. But uh, it's... It's it's really a drunk sort of a drawn out company. I'm I'm into recording, recording new music, uh, keeping R and B funk alive, and uh, uh, pushing uh, songs to the rest of the world, uh, and creating. And then I'll, not only that, um, I think we need uh, a new dance show. Uh, 
And then uh, as an entertainer, uh, I have, you know, I do a tribute to James Brown, which I've been doing since 12 years old. But at the same time, I, I do my own uh, music. So I'm, I'm just constantly out there. So I'm basically pushing show business, uh, movement of, of uh, new music, uh, the, the whole nine yards uh, for me. You know, and well, then me, involving say, the Soul Train gang all at the same time. Yeah, well, let so me say that, something to you, James. Let me tell you what mm -hmm. I got going in the background. All my, mm -hmm. you know, media is being revamped, right? Uh, I'm mm -hmm. pulling a server together. I'm going to actually be, end up becoming my own production company, all right? And right. Business Watch isn't just, you know, talking on the radio. It's live events, you know, where I'm going to be right. going out doing red carpet, interviewing small businesses, doing MP4 copy video, all that stuff. And so what I would be willing to do, if you guys are willing, is mm -hmm. to put you up on my show host website as a performer, okay? So when we do live mm -hmm. events and whatnot, we will put you up and advertise you. How's that sound? It sounds great. great. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Listen, we got great. a live call in out there. Uh, Danita, Danita, are you out there? Yes, here I am. Danita, hi, how are you? Danita. Welcome to Business Watch. I think you know these folks, right? Yes, I do. I was calling to support them. Uh, my name <laughs> is Samita Joe Freeman, and uh, I used to be on Soul Train. <laughs> I my goodness, Soul we got Train. a family affair going here. <laughs> so, Danita, well, when, did you, when did you come on Soul Train, and how did you meet these fine folks? Well, let's see, it's 1971. See, my dance partner was Don Campbell Locke and Scooby, uh, Scooby-Doo, and Perry Brown, Lil Joe. Later on, on, uh, on uh, Soul Train, I met Alpha, and then, of course, Tyrone and Pat Davis, and, uh, and um, Thelma, Thelma was there with me. Now, uh, Carol came in a little later. So we met when she came in when I was kind of leaving in 74. Hmm. Yeah, I came in 73. So we had yeah. our encounters, a few of them, uh, Crosses, on the they set, which paths. was great. <laughs> yeah. But I love Soul Train because it gave uh, an opportunity for all young black kids, as we were teenagers. <laughs> And we get a chance to meet the celebrities that we were always told about. I mean, there was uh, 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 Gladys Knight. There was uh, 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 Marvin Gaye. I danced with uh, Joe Tex, James Brown. Uh, uh, my, uh, I end up being very good friends with Michael Jackson. Hello. And the Jackson family. And the Silvers. And so I think it was an amazing time for... Uh, Especially black kids at that time, we didn't have anything on TV with a group of black kids on TV. It was like, like Thelma would say, that, you know, people perceived that black people of color were either doing drugs or we were, um, uh, what do you call, thief or whatever, anything negative. But this right. time, Don Kinnears brought on kids that were positive and we put it all in our dance and and uh, each other and making his show uh become successful because when he's successful we are successful <laughs> the longest running syndicated but there was just one or two you know but on soul train it was chocolate fun city now that I got four four alumni on the show, I'd like to broach a subject. Right. You all remember American Bandstand, right? Hmm. Yes. American yeah. Bandstand yeah. started in 1952. It had to run all the way out to 1985. Dick Clark Correct. didn't even start mm -hmm. that. He took it over at a certain point. And then what was yeah. amazing mm -hmm. is in 1957, he realized that they needed to really begin to kind of Bring some color, color on the show, okay? Yeah. And which mm -hmm. they did, and I went back mm -hmm. and I saw some photos, and there were certainly some black dancers, right, in that troupe. But let yeah, me tell you something. When Soul Train hit in 1972, you went from 72 past mm -hmm. 1985 when American Bandstand dropped all the way up to mm -hmm. 2016. Yes. 
What is it about Soul Train that outlasted American Bandstand? Well, it's in the name, Soul. It's in the name. <laughs> I mean, when you when you touch when you touch the soul of people, it, it's 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 all over. We gave everything. We gave everything that we had to the show. When we came on the show, we were there for the dance. We were there for the collaboration. We were there for the camaraderie. We were there. And it and it showed, it emanated across mm-hmm. the screen what yeah. we were about. Uh, you I know, and that- I want to con- conclude that, you know, I think it's a curiosity at that particular time because it was just mm-hmm. in the beginning in the 50s, there was a pieces of blacks, you know, one or two couples on American Bandstand. But mm-hmm. this time on Soul Train, it was a mess. And so we got a chance to actually show the world that we're not what they assumed that we would grow up to be. But we came, we came on with a style. We had our mm-hmm. own clothes, our own hairstyle, our own. It was a curiosity. My God, who are these people? <laughs> so, yes, uh, yes, uh, you know, yeah, you know what? We I want to say and the ladies dances. It came at the right time because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you had the, the 65 riots, the watch riots. Mm-hmm. You had a riot from 68, Martin Luther King. That's so right. uh, after all that, you know, uh, with the National Guard and the whole thing, uh, with mm-hmm. the Black Panthers, uh, the whole nine yards, Soul Train was a blessing. Yes, it was. Because mm-hmm. it was a blessing. It came at the right time. I'll tell you another thing, it had, in, it had an influence. And also James. calmed down the white generation because right. they were also so up in arms, ready to put us in jail and whatever mm-hmm. like that. And you know, it, uh, it also had a, with a smile. Yeah, it also had a positive influence, too. And I was sharing this with James That's before right. we got on the show, right? I used to be mm-hmm. a circuit dancer. Remember the circuit dancers in Orange and L.A. County used to go around different yes. bars like a dance? I, I was one of those dancers, okay, folks? So I got a little bit, you know, a background with you as far as a rock dancer. You know what we used to dance to? Tower of Power, no. War, you know? I mean, it's right. right. not like dance right. uh, right. with that kind of music, you know? Yeah. Damn, L.A. was the dance capital of the world at that time. Hollywood. Hollywood, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it, it drew people, especially young kids, it drew them to come out in Hollywood. And the first thing they would say is, I want to be on Soul Train. Hmm? Well, yeah. the other, the they other part about it. They didn't say then. They said Soul Train. The other part about it was like James was referring to, you know, we were, in, we were in the throes of the civil rights movement. We were in the throes of the Black Power movement. Right. We were. Mm-hmm. We, we we needed. We needed. We were experiencing and embracing self-esteem at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. One, yeah. when we were coming onto the show and when we were being televised, it was elevating our self-esteem and our prominence in the community. So mm-hmm. when we would yeah. go, when we would go, like James was saying, we could get in all the clubs free with. They, you know, they were looking right. for us. They were looking for us to show up at the door. It was like if you yeah. were a social dancer, but see, you know, I it was automatic. Don Canis did. Yep. Uh, his thoughts about how he can make Chocolate City pop. And that's when he loved so uh, American Bandstand. But his question was, why can't that be more blacks on American Bandstand? Mm-hmm. And bam, True. he came up with Soul Train. There you go. And Listen, we got three minutes to go on the show, folks. I'd like each. Yeah, we got about three minutes to go on the show. I'd like each of you to take a few seconds here and tell my audience why they need to pay attention to Soul Train today. Because there's so many well, of us that are still pertinent and and viable. We're doing things. We're in business. We're uh, supporting each other in our businesses. I'll be doing some choreography for James Brown's new single, um, Backyard Boogie. We've already worked on several of his projects before, The Soul of a Dancer. I have a, a um, event planning and floor design business that I, uh, when we do events, I'm usually the person that does the decorations for those events. Uh, Carol is a producer 
she helps to produce things. The meter has a, a 5013C uh, that where she gives back to the community. So there are many reasons why we why we're viable. There's many reasons why we're viable. Carol, yes. James, Zita, yes. Thelma, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have had you on my show today. This is like, you know, uh, epitomization of my life when I was 20 years old because that's when I first tuned in. I was born in 52 when American Bandstand started, right? And when I picked you up in 72, right. come fresh out of college, right? And turn on my <laughs> television <laughs> to the school that, that, no, that, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you don't remember me. I used to contest in Orange County with Mr. X and yeah. I with a guy named Leon. Do you remember Leon? Yes. Yeah, of okay. Great. Did Leon trained me. Oh wow! Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We'll pick that up after the show. Listen, oh, you guys have been great guests. Great guests. Thank you very much for being on with me today. Listen, thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us at toll free eight seven seven number three N O W B U Z or get in touch with me at my show host webpage businessbuzz.com. Well, next week I'm going to have a show. I'm going to have a show called Keep On Trucking. I got a trucking broker that's going to be coming on here telling us what's going on in the long haul trucking industry right there, which is a huge market sector out there. And dare I say, the load cost is going up. Hey, when you go to the store, you notice the prices are going up. Well, the reason why is because your truckers are having to pay more money to bring it to you. So you do not need to miss this show because next time you see a truck, you're going to have some empathy for the guy that's behind that wheel. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and more resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business. Business.